Blog Talk Radio. Here's our radio. You gotta 
DJ Sean in the morning. Why don't you get up, get up, get up, get up, get up with DJ Sean? Get on the Cause you got it going on. You will enjoy the show. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Heels up radio. Google it. You won't find that shit. Don't Google it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I came on to listen, sir. I don't think I pushed one to get in the queue. Well, when your number pops up on here and I got important shit to talk about, you're going to be in the conversation. How you like me now? You heard I just played James Brown, the big payback. So, you know, it's a payback coming. Clownery. The clownery season is in, you know. You should have called uh, from, a, uh, from a non-disclosed number. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to change my number. <laughs> you got to get a burner phone. You got to get a burner <laughs> phone, kid. The, cl- the cloudery season is in. It's amongst us. <laughs> you know, here on the Old Time Radio Show, and I don't care who don't like what I'm saying today. I really don't care because... It's, it's a couple of artists that I'm that I'm picking on this morning, and uh, it depends on how I feel. Yeah. But I might I might just throw your names out there because clownery. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but um, you know, you got a lot of, you know, it's a lot of fake people that support this. You know, a lot of fake people that go that go to extra yard thinking that it's really music, but it, actually it's a slap in the it's a slap in the industry industry's faces. When you have people out here that's really trying to get their career going, and you got this clownery shit going on, so uh, we're gonna get on yeah. that in the second second half of the show. But again, welcome to DJ Sean in the morning. What's up, Miss PG? Good morning to you. What you got for us this morning? Hot, hot I don't off know. I think we gotta. I think we gotta start with that one. You brought up a really, really interesting topic. <laughs> And it is something that's going on. I mean, it just puts me in the mind of way back in the day when we had this lip singing uh, issue, okay, not naming names. Mm-hmm. Um, and would you consider that clownery, DJ Sean? So great it was clownery because it, it fooled the whole, <laughs> exactly. it fooled the whole industry. It took it took Grammys away from people that really deserved it. It it, it put a mm-hmm. it, it put a black eye in the industry, but. You know they got away with it. Yeah, they got caught mm-hmm. at the end because someone didn't get paid. You can mm-hmm. you can only you can only pay somebody but so much at some time to be quiet. You know what I'm saying? But then when they get run when they start running out of money and you don't have no more money to give, then they start telling. So that's what happened with that industry, that mm-hmm. particular moment. But yeah, clownery. Let me let me say this. Like I just said a while ago, Candace, I'm a talented artist, but I'm I'm reaching out to certain people that have no credibility in in the in the industry, and then you use them for a feature, and it's like, oh, everybody's all over it and everything. And then you got these clown ass DJs that mm-hmm. support this BS and thinking that it's thinking that these tracks are hot. And then, right. it, but, it, but then, if you look at it, these DJs, all they do, they messy, and all they do is do Facebook lives. Their whole life, all they've done is a Facebook live. You, you'll never see them talk about doing any clubs or on big stages or anything like that. All they do is promote this clownery shit. And then you got their friends and their friends and their friends pushing this beat pushing this BS and thinking that is cool. Oh my. Okay. Someone has pissed in your coffee this morning. Damn right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh wow. 
Not his cornflakes, but his coffee. That's what gets him up and going. Coffee, cornflakes, scrambled eggs, grits, and the whole damn all you can eat. Really pissed in your coffee because you hit a couple of things. Um, Well, first of all, it's two sided because you because my artist has put people on a couple of her features, you know, that weren't well known. But she did it because she wanted to help them. So it's two-sided. Mm-hmm. But then you have them, they'll put them on there just to be a clown. You know what I'm saying? You know, what is your motive from putting someone on so, a feature? So, so, so Kenna, let me, let, me, let, me, let me ask you this real quick. When she put them on, did that help? Did that help the sell of that single? Did did she was she able to go somewhere and perform it with them, or it was oh, just yeah. something to be doing? Yeah, most definitely. She she did a couple of uh, out of town shows as well as in town shows with them, and so it was actually able to put them on, and they're now an independent artist, you know, mm. and doing their thing. But it it did well. It still does well. They still perform together. You know, so, but in saying that, you know, it's all into what's the motive behind it. And then you're going to the DJ thing. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm learning a lot now about this DJ thing, and I, I, the, I'm really digging into that now and looking at that. And the DJing is a business. You guys do not get the recognition deserved. But you don't get that recognition because of the games that the DJs play within. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The oh, yeah. BS and the, the, like, as you say, the clownery that the DJs do within each other is the reason why you're not getting the recognition and looked at as an artist. Mm-hmm. Right. That is the reason why. Because, like I said, I've been doing my research and I've been looking at different DJs, in-state, out-of-state, locally, nationally, and you don't see the real big DJs doing Facebook Live. No, no, you don't. I mean, DJ DJ D-Nice, he did it for the pandemic with a reason, but he's not doing it anymore. Because, because, because the industry, your, your, your uh, Sony's, your uh, uh, yeah. universals Universal. and stuff stopped all that mm-hmm. because yeah. Yeah. it stopped it, all that. Crazy. But but you have a one genre. I mean, cut you off, Candace. But you have one genre of music that's just mm-hmm. it'll never be recognized in you know like Grammy nominated or you right, know right. VH1. It'll never be on a card because they messy too. You're right. You are so right, and I'm going to tell you because we experienced that with go-go music. Mm-hmm. And I had the opportunity to work with Chuck and his his lawyer. Um, Chuck understood the assignment. Chuck Brown understood the assignment. He understood what he had to do for a business, and they are now understanding it. So it's just now, and go-go music has been around for decades. But it's Long just, damn time. Just now, 
coming to the forefront where you see the Jill Scott get nominated with a Grammy on a Chuck Brown's track. You're just mm-hmm. seeing EU performing on the BET Awards. But mm-hmm. you have to, I mean, the clamoring in the industry, period, is is crazy. That's why as managers, as consultants, as art, you have to move strategically. You have to move strategically on everything that you do, the way you release a song, the way who you put on a song, even the DJs that play your song. Mm-hmm. Because all the DJs following is not a good following. I was blessed to come in contact with someone on Kid Capri's team. It was just, I stumbled on it, Sean. I mean, it was like I stumbled on this. Mm-hmm. And I informed, I said, you know, I work with someone who is a very talented DJ. He's in the music, in the, in the independent music industry, and very well connected and knowledgeable. And all of the things that you're telling me is what he's saying. And the guy said, you know, the DJs nowadays, they're just not up to par. No, they want to put the, skirts on now. Go ahead. Yeah, they're just not up to par. He said they're not respecting the craft. That's why they don't get the respect from the older DJs like Kid Capri. It's because they're not respecting the craft, and they're just taking anything, doing anything. My, 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 you want to add to this, PJ? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just wanted to, you know, piggyback on what Candace was saying as far as when you have someone that's um, a really good artist like she has, right, and that really did help um, someone, then you have the opposite. Like you're saying, Sean, they just throw anybody on, um, and it could literally ruin that artist versus the artist helping that person because, you know, they didn't do, like we always say, Candace, right, do your research first, you know, check them out first, but they didn't do their research. They just accepted what the artist came to them with. Hey, this is what I got. You know, this is what I do. Da, 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 da. Check me out. Check me out. And they don't check them out first. They just let them come on. And then before you know anything, that artist, um, you know, has has done the wrong thing, and then it's like, what they what did they put that clown on there for? I'm not buying that. Um, and even with some DJs that may accept anything, you still do have those DJs that are reputable and say, Mm-mm, I'm not doing that. I'm not playing that song. You know, I don't even understand why DJ so and so is playing that song. I thought they were better than that. So, um, you know, yeah. So I agree wholeheartedly. Um, being a DJ is um, that is an uh, um, you know that's a whole nother uh, craft and and it should be recognized you know when Kid Capri would open for um, shows and everything I mean it was like a whole concert within itself watching him you know spin and scratch those uh, DVD, uh, CDs and everything before whomever he's opening for. So, you know, um, the talent should be recognized. They should be awarded, you know, things like that. I know one of my friends is actually having a whole DJ tour. He's just celebrating DJs, P, 
period. And I think that is dope. You know, no one's coming to open for anybody. You know, he isn't having people sing. He's having people DJ. It's a whole DJ tour, period. So, you know, that you got the DJs should be recognized and they do need to be careful what they play. And artists need to be careful who they're pulling in just to, you know, be on a track with them because it isn't always helpful to either party. So anyway, back to you, Sean. Yes, it's um it's ridiculous because most of these DJs don't have no cred, street cred, and I'm I'm real I'm real high on street cred. Street cred is like you're able to like I can call a a Chris Jasper, a Chris new song coming out. Can we get you on the show to release it? Oh yeah, sure, Sean, no problem. Or you know, or a um or old school. You know, artists from back in the day, you know, like an MC Shan or some. Oh, Shan, can you come on and explain the beef between you and Karis One and stuff like that? That's a DJ with street cred. You follow what I'm saying? Um, but just to take a just to take a song because now, how many of these this this so-called uh, clownery music you're gonna be able to take to a real DJ at a real radio station and have them play? A million chances out of none, and I'm giving it a million chances out of none because I wouldn't play that mess because you you you're tainting. Okay, so oh, Southern Soul is made up of blues. Okay, so now you're slapping the blues artists in the face. You slapping gospel in their face. You slapping R&B in their face, and you slapping soul in their face, neo soul in their face. Now they coming out with with hip with hip hop. Some 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 something new they they didn't create it. Now you're now you're slapping. Now I'm not saying all Southern Soul artists aren't talented. You have some that are talented. Like the ones that come on my show are the ones that are talented. You guys know that. Um, you know I do manage Al. Al's a talented Southern Soul artist. But I told Al, you're not really Southern Soul. You're Soul. Your music is Soul. Everybody knows the meaning of Soul, right? Yeah, you're from the South, but that doesn't always mean just because you're from the South. It's someone in the North that has more soul than someone from the South. But um, I'm not taking away from all artists, but you have do have the talented artists that that get a that get a back door to this clownery that's going on. And these fools actually really think that they this music that they putting out. Oh, this girl, she got bars. Bars from what? Bars that you go into the, you know, into the corner, the corner store, the bar on the corner store to go get drunk, because that's what it sounds like. Candy bars. Yeah. Well, a Snicker bar or a Clark's bar, something like that. Something like what you. Oh, the best one is a call. Here's a here's a candy bar for them. What you call it? What you call that shit? What you call it? That part. Yeah, and it it irritates me because the people actually these little these so called followers they they kill me with oh this is the this is the this is the joint right here and you know and they and they huddle like they in a you know like they on the football field calling the play and stuff like that it's it's actually clownery it kills me to see this I just shake my head and just laugh because it's funny and they really think they're doing something. They really think that they're backing somebody. That sucks. 
Honestly. You should see so, this shit, so man. Not, this not is... to... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Not to cut you off. So, okay. Do, okay, okay. So then there's another side to this. When you say they really think that they that it's good and that they are doing something, you know, you, you still have to look sometimes at the mindset of the person and the tone deafness of some people. Um, you know, they some people just really think, Oh my gosh, that that is really that's really, really good because they really don't know. Um, you know, or what I don't know, like, like okay, so whenever we look at the music that's gone from the 60s to the 70s, 70s to the 80s, 80s to the 90s, and now we're in this new millennium, and then the millennials think, you know, this is the way the music should be, and, and, and even we're dressing different, we're acting different, and we're doing different things. So when, you know, so when, when we touch on the parts of they really think that, that clownery is good. They really do. That's just their mindset. And some people will get in where they can fit in and think, well, if I give them these accolades, everything is going to be okay. Um, um, you know, this is this is the way, um, you know, I, I can get in. And so, yeah, let, let's say the music is good, but some people really do think that the music is good because they really don't know any better. They don't have anything to compare it to. They may not be as musically inclined or in the industry long enough to understand, um, you know, the whole mixing and mastering and the bars. And if you take the music away, if you take the studio music away, how do they sound acapella without it? So they don't know any of that stuff. So they really do think, and that's when we get into the mindset of the people that's in that whole clownery, um, you know, the whole <laughs> under the under the umbrella of clownery, because they really don't. They really may not know, you know, and and then they just go with it. Okay. Well, guess what? That brings you back to their mental health need. They need a psychiatrist because their <laughs> mental health is off is off track. They need medicine. <laughs> they need they need medicine, right, Candace? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so much with that. It's so much with that. Um, and I know, like, in, within the last two days, we've been hit with so much crazy, as you say, clownery, just last night alone. I mean, I was up till 3 o'clock in the morning. So you have to, you have to be strategic in who you sing with, strategic in who you let sing a hook on your song, just Strategic in the that is my word for the day is strategic. Mine's clownery. <laughs> yeah. You just have to be strategic even with the DJs on what music you play and who you play. I don't know why these DJs will not look at this as an artistry, as a craft, and be professional about it. You want to work a nine to five and just spend records on the weekend or spend records doing these lives an hour a day every day. If the shoe fit, wear it. If you think I'm coming for you, put the shoe on, lace it up, and walk in it. Well, hell, you ain't got to think I am. So, I, shit, oh, that's it. I don't give a damn what they think. The whole size 11 wide. I don't give a damn what the fuck they think. Put that shoe on, lace it up, walk in it, because I don't understand. 
you know, why you think, okay, I'm going to work a nine-to-five, and then an hour a day, every day, Monday through Friday, I'll play these tracks for an hour, and then back to the nine-to-five, oh, I might do a live, and who has time for that? You are a clown, and you are not respecting your craft. And then, and then, and then I say it doesn't cost. I say it all the time on the radio. All you have to do is pay ten dollars a month, and you can be you can sign up to DRT. Yeah, DRT. And these and these artists that have their music, so-called music music register, as they claim they do, half of them don't even know how to copyright their music. Half of them don't even know what BMI or ASCAP is. So, so, so then you got these DJs that are spending their music, and they should be getting royalties for spending their music. But they, these DJs, don't want to take ten dollars to put in, put back into their DJing, put back into their to their brand to help these artists out that they're spending for it. And these artists are steady pumping them, pumping them up, thinking that they're this and that. Oh. DJ so-and-so is playing my music on Facebook right now. Tune in. Here's the share. <laughs> Fuck all that, that shit. <laughs> yeah. But you cannot. You cannot. My number one thing is this. You don't send a DJ nothing. Don't send them anything. I don't care who it is. I told an artist this recently, and I thank God that they reach out and say, you know, what do you think about this? Well, this is what I think. You don't send them anything. Let's let's do some research on this DJ. And what are you getting out of it? Just a spin? You're supposed to be getting something off of those spins. Yeah. You know, exactly. it's, it's crazy to me. It's yep. crazy to me. And my thing is this. This is this is my pet peeve, and it has been for a while, is that when you are linked up with someone who has the knowledge, experience, connections that Sean has, and you're a DJ and you don't soak it up, Shame on you. That is, uh, that is, that is, that, that, I would burn in Sean's phone up. I would burn his phone up, his email up, and he's willing to mentor you and help you and put you in the right directions with the right people, and you're not like a sponge soaking it up. That's a foul on you. No, it, they're not going to do that because of me, but let it be some. Some some ass clown, some clownery down the street or someone like that. They'll break their neck. They'll break their neck jumping over there to the other side of the track where the train don't even go but a mile. And then it stops and then it's done for the day. I'd rather be on a train that's going to go 365 days a year. That's going to that's gonna be on, you know, and I and, and I and I ain't tooting my horn or anything like that, uh, but you know when when you have people reaching out to you, oh, how's your health? Are you getting any better? Because we want you to come, we want you to come to New Jersey and do the after party of after, the after one of the after parties in Atlantic City because Little Kim and all Bad Boys is in 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 town in March. You you advertise that the first thing they say, well, what the fuck is he doing there? Because I deserve to be there. You follow what I'm saying? I don't do none of that clownery stuff. When when I play mm-hmm. artists' music, I give them a platform where the world can hear them, and I ain't got to worry about no social media shutting me down, 
because I'm playing a certain artist's music. You know what I'm saying? I gotta, I put money back into my craft. That's why I'm able to do this radio broadcast and talk shit. Ain't nothing nobody can do about it. Well, that's the part too. If I can say, if I can say something, um, uh, investing in your craft and to go back. Is it a hobby when they're spinning for an hour online? So you also have to ask, look, is this a hobby or is this something that you're really wanting to do for a lifetime? Because I don't think sometimes they know the de- the difference between the two, the definition. Yeah, they work the nine to five, but they're working the nine to five to pay the bills at home. But then when you spin for an hour, are you just spinning because it's just a hobby after your nine to five? Or is this something you want to get out of it? And, um, you know, and a lot of the times they just can't, I don't know, a lot of the times when I ask that question, they really can't answer me. Oh, well, you know, it's what I do. Okay, but is it a hobby or is this something that's for longevity that you want to make money off of? Is is it, you know, you want to connect with the right people? Some people are just for the here and now, and that's unfortunate. And some people just don't get it. And when an artist doesn't reach out to Sean or you know that you know you say it's because of you some people just don't like to hear the truth Sean and we know this you see what I'm saying they know that you will guide them down the right path they know Candace can guide them down the right path but they just don't want to hear the truth because some people are just in this mindset wow this is what I'm gonna do and I've been doing it I don't know why they telling me to do it this way I do things methodically. I'm very quiet behind the scenes. So people assume that I don't know what I'm doing. So, but I, um, your word, Candace, is strategic. My 50-cent word today is methodically. And Sean is clownery. But I just move in a methodical manner. I, I, people don't need to know every move that I'm making. I don't need to post. I post what I want to post, what I want people to know. But I'm, I'm dealing with people behind the scenes and, you know, and I deal, you know, and, and working with you guys. But everybody doesn't know what I'm doing. They don't have to know what, what, what I'm doing. So, you know, but, and this isn't a hobby for me. This is something that's longevity. And, Sean, you said you'd rather be on that train that's running 365. Exactly. Some people just want to be on that speed track. I just want to, you know, get across town right quick and then I'm good. Just getting across town real quick. Haste makes waste. It takes time to get what you want if this is not a hobby. So you have to, you know, do things in the right order. Um, I always say trust the process, hashtag trust the process, and then things will go in the order in the manner in which they are to go and to receive what you want to receive in the end if you're really serious about your craft. So anyway, back to you, Sean. Right, anything that you want to jump on, Candace, before I go to a quick song? When you say, and this is just me, um, because I, I tell Creed the same thing, to trust the process. When you tell someone mm-hmm. to trust the process, you have to break it down for them and tell them what the process is so they know mm-hmm. what they're trusting. So they know what they're trusting. You know, and it just goes back to what Sean and I said last <laughs> Wednesday on the show is, when you meet the artist, when the artist meets you, it's asking, it's having that conversation like you do in a relationship. What is it that you're looking for? This is what I can bring to the table. 
you have to have that conversation. So when I tell you to trust the process, this is the process. And the thing about it, artists need to ask questions. If I'm, if Sean is managing me and he's telling me X, Y, and Z, I, I have a question. Sean, why, why, you know, not saying you're not knowing what you're doing, but why are we doing it this way? Why are we doing this? And Sean being my manager should be okay with me asking that. If he gets up, if, if you have a manager that gets upset when you ask questions, that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. That is a serious exactly. red flag on the management part. Mm-hmm. If a manager mm-hmm. upset and mad and it starts an argument or a long, drawn-out conversation because you ask a simple question, that is a management red flag. Artists need to put mm-hmm. their antennas up. That's a red flag because you should never, as a manager, be upset because you have an artist asking a question because this is their career. Right, right. Yep. Right, well, uh, since it's clownery season, I'm going to go ahead and uh, drop this song today called Send In the Clowns. We'll be right back here on DJ Sean in the morning. (laughs) Sean. you'd want what I want sorry 
my dear But where are the clowns Send in the clowns Don't bother They're here Isn't it rich Isn't it queer Losing my timing this late In my career Um, I had, I had, um, received a DM, right? And, um, and so it was, you know, males just have a tendency to just act like they ask for money. So my topic was going to just ask people, you know, how do you feel about men asking women? For money, <clears throat> even when I brought the topic up at work, of course the men be like, "Well, y'all don't mind asking us for money," but you know, a lot of people have different views. When you look back at the old Bible days, where you know the men ran the household and the women followed the men, da 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 da. Men never asked women for money, but we're in a new generation now. So that was just it. That was it. It was just a not a petty topic, but a soft. Um, oh. Yeah, like a soft topic, but, you know, but people have opinions, you know what I mean? Like, it's just interesting to hear the different things. Like I said, at work, the men are like, well, you know, uh, and then, you know, the older men are like, oh, no, I never asked my wife, you know, I never asked my wife for money. So, you know, just wanting to hear the opinions of different people, especially Sean. (laughs) You know, he has an opinion. (laughs) We're in a different generation. I mean, I grew up in a different generation. And the younger generation now, that's a, that they're okay with that. Mm-hmm. Me, the one that I am, the way that I was raised and the generation, the cloth that I'm cut from, that wasn't our thing. You know, I grew up mm-hmm. where the man paid the bulk of the bills. He paid the mortgage. He paid yeah. the rent. Your money yeah. was for the little stuff. Yep, I'm from, that, I'm from that era. I mean, this era now, mm-hmm. they're cool with splitting bills down the middle, and they're cool with the man paying electric, I'm going to pay the rent. Or even now the newer thing is these women proposing to these men. Yep. 
I've never seen such garbage. I've never yep. seen such <laughs> Yep. And, Didn't, uh, Christy, uh, um, I'm sorry, Christy uh, proposed to Jim Jones years ago um, on never, Love and Hip Hop. I've never, ever in my life seen such a thing. I mean, I thank God for my uh, my daughter. My ex-fiance helped me raise her. He, he's passed away last week, but... He helped me raise her, and we allowed her to see what a household should be and what a man should be. I didn't have to pay rent. I didn't have to do those big things. I bought food. I paid the cable bill. Those are the Mm -hmm. things that I did, and we allowed her to see that. I don't know. He never, in the 15 years that we've known each other, asked me for anything, Mm -hmm. even even when I knew it was needed, he never asked for mm-hmm. it. I did it just because I knew. And then I would turn around, and in my account there would be money. So right. it, it's a new generation. Everything, and it's just like even in the industry, older industry, mm-hmm. we would we never dealt to, dealt with the things that this new industry is dealing with. I never, mm-hmm. in coming up, and I've been in it 35 years, have dealt with an artist that would do anything without a contract. I've, I've yeah. never, that's why recently, even I was telling Sean, this is new to me. I, I've never known this. So when I hear it, I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, really taken back. And I've, you have to have that conversation. And this is something because we're recently, I've, I've come into situations where there are situations with these artists and management where, okay, well, management isn't delivering or management says the artist isn't listening, but did you have that conversation when Mm -hmm. you guys met, that initial conversation that will say, you know, okay, Candace, this is what I need as an artist. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I need delivered. And then Mm -hmm. me in turn, Say well, this is what I am as a manager, and this is what I can do. Mm-hmm. And so you see what I can do, what I can't do. So down the line, there isn't a misunderstanding. This yeah, right. is where the misunderstandings are coming at, where you know the mm-hmm. artist gets um, anxious because they don't see things happening. Well, did you deliver mm-hmm. in that initial conversation? This is what you needed to happen. And it's the same thing with management. You cannot mm-hmm. hold, I say, attitude or feelings when right. an artist comes to you to ask a question to say, look, this isn't happening and I need to know why. Right, right. Right. You know, you you, you just can't. Mm-hmm. Communication is key. I say that all the time. Communication is key. Um it sometimes, a lot of the times, I notice. So, um, with the uh, one group of art, it, like this one. So, with my investors. So, the investors, they're they definitely, 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 from the very beginning, um, they say, um, you know, where's the paperwork? Do you have the paperwork? Um, some of the artists in that group are. Like you said, they they they're starting off without contracts. It's like a let's see how it goes um, 
type of thing. They're watching. They want to see. Um, some of them are, well, you know, it, it's been loyal. They've been loyal, like, with um, with an artist and, and a producer. You know, they're loyal. They, uh, you know, I've only been, I've been dealing with him, you know, so I really don't want to go anywhere else. And but the producer is not going to give up the masters, or uh, or anything like that because it's their you know they don't want to or or it's been that way you know since they've been in the industry. Um, but it is a different type of um, there we are, they are everything is moving a little bit different depending upon who you're dealing with. I. Um, you know, I'm not that hard nosed. I do listen. Sometimes it's like you, they, they do what you call get anxious, and they expect a lot in a short amount of time. But some things, it just takes a little bit more time. And even when you have that conversation, somewhere in cyber, somewhere in message cyberspace, it gets lost. So when you try to come back to the table about it, there's still you know, something, but it isn't a problem. You know, it's okay. Um, If we can work it out, let's try to work it out. If, you know, if not, then, you know, it's it's all understandable that if, um, you know, if I'm not for you or whatever, it's okay. You know, um, it shouldn't strain anything because we will still, our paths will cross. We still have other other things that we still do together. Um, so, you know, it, 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 it's going to be okay. But um, um, when it comes to, if I, if I can digress a little bit and, and say that, uh, you know, DJ Sean and I had talked about when it's time to put Shanir on tour, right? Knowing that he has dialysis. So Sean had called someone. And the guy said, oh, don't don't worry about it because we always have a doctor on tour. So that brought a level of comfort because I'm thinking, okay, great. You know, Samir and I have talked about it. I'm going to have to call around to whatever state you're going to, who's the nearest dialysis clinic if we're there during the time that you need dialysis. So, you know, those we had all those tough conversations, Candace. We really did. So, you know, but, you know, all is well. It's, it's good. It's still good. You know, still mission accomplished, <laughs> even after yeah. 15 years. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. the thing I'm telling you, like I always say, it's business. Mm-hmm. And you keep your feelings out of the business. Mm-hmm. Most um, definitely. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, yeah, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. But there were things definitely being handled on the back end, you know, making sure that because everything has to be taken into account, everybody's overall health and well-being. Because that was one of the things that I definitely, and it wasn't so much because I'm a nurse, but because the artist still had to be taken care of health-wise as well. So you know, and didn't want him to be discriminated against because of that. So, you know, so I made sure that I, I asked that, that question, you know, and I let them know, I'm like, you know, we want to make sure that you're going to be okay. You can't, I don't want you somewhere for five days thinking you have to, yes, you have to limit your intake, but you can't limit dialysis. So, 
you know, so we need to find out. I have to find out for you to make sure that it's going to be okay, and I'll look for those clinics. So, um, you know, but, um, you know, everybody's uh, interpretation is different. I have to cut you off, but my question is, I mean, since you since you brought him up, my question is, was that an issue? I no, it wasn't. It what as far as the, doing the dialysis and stuff? I mean, yeah, because I mean that's something that you brought up. No, no, no. Okay, so no, with, no. I'm saying when Sean and I were discussing tours and putting Shanir on tours, then that's when I had to be transparent about it. And Sean said, well, let me make a call. So then DJ Sean made a call to someone, and Sean had asked him, you know, whenever we go around, you know, is that going to be a problem? And he said, absolutely not, because we have providers that will be on these tours. Okay. So, you know, yeah, so that brought a whole level of comfort. It wasn't an issue. It's just that I didn't want him discriminated against it because of it. That's that's how I was looking at it because I didn't want him to miss out or they say, no, we can't, you know, we can't have that, um, you know, we can't have him on tour if he has X, Y, Z. So that's why, and to, you know, violate anything. But it was one of the things, <clears throat> it was something that, because I was looking, making sure that he was going to be okay and didn't want him to have to worry about limiting anything for his health. It's okay. a one big picture. You, yeah, you can't perform well if you're not feeling well. And if you don't do what you need done as far as your dialysis and stuff, then you're not going to be able to perform well. So that was just one of the things, one of the things that I definitely wanted to make sure that he was going to be okay. And Sean said, fine. And the guy, he had us on three-way. And the guy said, absolutely, it is not a problem. I said, okay, cool. So we can, we're definitely going to be able to move forward then. And Sean said, yeah, we'll be able to move forward. So I'm like, cool. So, you know, and then that's what I told um, Mr. Chenier. I said, guess what? This is going, this is really working out because, you know, whenever it's time, boom. I said, but I will still reach out to those, whatever, wherever it is that he's going to be. I was going to definitely reach out. I told him, you make sure you let your dialysis clinic know, then I will reach out to whomever they are because, you know, not all dialysis clinics will pair with each other. So, you know, so, yeah, it wasn't an issue. It was just something I wanted to make sure because I wanted to make sure that he was going to be okay. You know, right. just like when, just like when T-Boss, or not T-Boss, what was it? Um, yes, T-Boss. Yeah, T-Boss. You know, they didn't know she had sickle cell, but when they found out, while she's on tour, she had to get her treatments and, you know, things like that. So that was the first thing that came to mind for me. And it was just very, very important and imperative that that's something that we made sure that he was going to be able to, to get and handle and it not be, because, again, I didn't want him discriminated against because of it. Okay. So we had this yeah, so we, you know, we went back and, you know, I went back and I told him, look, there's not going to be a problem. We'll coordinate everything and go from there. So, yeah. Yep. So, but anyway, but how are you doing? I had a really bad day. I was celebrating, the, not celebrating, but 
I drowned myself at work with, well, I was glad I was working yesterday because yesterday was the anniversary of my mom's death. So, um, you know, so <clears throat> I wasn't having the greatest day, but I'm glad I was able to go to work um, and, uh, you know, and just not sit here and sulk and lay in the bed and be depressed <laughs> and all that good stuff. But, um and one, I was so glad that one of my um, industry sisters, she had reached out to me and sent me the most beautiful voice clip. I didn't listen to it until I got home. Then, of course, after I listened to it, then I had to boo-hoo and all that stuff. But I was still good. I was still strong. So, <laughs> But how are you doing today? How are you? How's everything been for you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's a good day. Busy. Yeah, you haven't had any more issues since the uh, procedure. Uh, no, no. That's good. I'm back, you guys. So, uh, this is DJ Stone in the morning. Let's go to a, Let's go. Hey, let's go to another another song. We'll be right back, y'all. I told you lately that I love you Have I told you there's no one else above you You fill my heart with gladness Take away all my sadness Ease my troubles, that's what you do Oh, the more in all its glory Reach the day With hope And comfort too You fill my life With laughter You can make it better Ease my troubles That's what you do There's a love that's divine and it's yours and it's mine Like a song And at the end of the day We should give thanks and praise To the one To the one Have I told you lately That I love you have I told you there's no one else above you? Fear my heart with gladness. Take away all my sadness. Ease my troubles, that's what you do. Fear my heart with gladness. Take away all my sadness. Ease my troubles, that's what you do Yeah That's what you do, baby Ah, 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 ah. 
about on the show is, uh, you know, for, uh, uh, I don't know, we call Enter, it teaching entertainment, purposes. Entertainment purposes Entertainment only. <laughs> purposes, right. Right. Take, oh, take away from it what you will. You know, things that don't relate to you, you can leave it at the door. Um, you know, and, and when it comes to the mental health side, I'm not saying stop taking your medicine. I'm not prescribing any medicines. I'm not saying don't go see your doctor. But these are just things that Overall, mental health and well-being, everything we talk about, it, it does play on your overall mental health and well-being. But anyway, um, I just wanted to ask a quick question to the general public. Do you think it is okay for a man to ask a woman for money? Okay, just a quick question. So the era I grew up in, this is what I saw from my parents. My dad came home, and he would say, here's the paycheck. Boom. Mom did everything she had to do or whatever. Or dad paid all the big bills, and then he said, you know, here. Um, But she always knew. Um, You know, it wasn't a control thing, but, you know, my dad took care of home. I just put it that way. So we're in a new time. So have things changed? to the point where the women are taking care of the men or the men are feeling just that comfortable to say, hey, you know, I need $250 to help pay with my car payment or, you know, they just turned my lights off. Can you give me $350? Like, how is that okay? Like, I mean, you know, just want to know. Is that okay to be that comfortable? Ahead, you need hundreds of dollars. <laughs> I mean, go ahead. Go ahead, Candace. I'll let you go ahead and then I'll go. Um, as I had stated, you know, previously to PJ, that I didn't grow up in that era where, uh, I mean, but times are different now, economy is different now, everything is different now, but I'm not cut from that cloth. Even with my um, my ex-fiance who just passed away, when we were together, I didn't pay a mortgage. I didn't pay rent. 
he paid the major bills, and I bought food. I paid cable. I what paid the electric. Hell? That's the era. That's the false I'm cut from. That's just what I came from. Times are different now where you have to split stuff down the middle and have to help on both ends. And I wasn't from the era where I have a man coming to me and saying, oh, rent is due. I need $300. I'm just not cut from that. You know, and I have been blessed to not been in that predicament. But times are different now. Times, times are totally different. I mean, yeah, there were times where I knew there was a need, but he never asked for it. But I helped. I helped because I knew the need was there. I would never, you know, some men are different like, like that. And I would turn around, and that money would be back in my account. I didn't ask for it, but it mm. was there. So things are just different now. The economy is different. Things are different. We are living in different times. So things are different now. I mean, for me, no. For me, don't, don't do it. No. I'm just saying. I'm just being real. I can't get 20 from you. I can't get five or Right, but okay, but here's the thing, too, though. At least in Candace's situation, right, they were a couple. They were they were a unit, okay, in the home together and things like that. I'm talking about now, people you aren't even dating. Dating, you're not even well, dating them. You don't even like you don't even know them from a can of paint, and they're just comfortable to slide into your DM. Hey, hey sis, hey queen, hey hey sis. You know, hey, you think you could slide a brother two hundred dollar? I don't even like really like where that come from. Hi, well, that's, how you doing? That's a mentality <laughs> of some some men are. Some men think just because uh, me and you can hold a conversation like me and you do, like me and Candace do. I'm like, oh, okay, so we hold, you know, this is coming from a man, from a man. Oh, okay, well, you know, me and her are cool. We talk every day. You know, we cut up and stuff on the show. So I know she'll help me out. You follow what I'm saying? Let me go and and hit her up. You follow what I'm saying? That's the mentality that some Negroes have. There there it is, back to that clownery. Back to the clownery. That, that's that's clownery. what I'm saying. It, it falls that's on that, the clownery, exactly. That's, <laughs> that, that's that clownery, man. man uh, that's a clownery. Um, some women do it too. Some women. I've had women. I've had a certain, certain, a certain female uh, mm, hit on. me up in the, hit me in the DM. <laughs> you got you got twenty dollars until uh, I get paid. No. Do you have triple A? No. Do you, uh, uh, I'm here in, um, <coughs> I'm here in such and such a state, and I'm hungry. You think you cash at me five? No, because I don't have cash at. You follow what I'm saying? This is stuff that you put, see, people put themselves in their own predicament, and then they think, they think just because they're cool with somebody, you think that somebody's going to get them out of the predicament that they put them own selves in. You follow what I'm saying? If you know you ain't yeah. got the money to go travel with somebody, why why are you taking that trip? Right. And this is my thing, and this is what I, I know. I got off. Me. I know. I, I hold on a second, Kenneth. No, sorry. but you're right. I know I got off, right. got off topic a little bit, PJ. But you know, I just no, to that's throw that on in topic. There. It's still on topic. Yeah. No, you're okay. on topic. <laughs> you're totally on topic. Because what I always tell Sean, you tell that individual. Whatever you were doing to get by before you met me, you keep doing it. <laughs> Whatever you did, 
to pay that bill before I came along, you need to do that again. Right, right. That that part. But then, like, okay, so then you see them. It's funny because this happened once. Um, there was a magazine editor that um, I was working with, and <clears throat> in the in the group chat drops this long sob story about not being able to buy anything for the children, his children for Christmas, blah, 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 blah. Somebody in the group cash asked him, and in six minutes he was on Facebook, what they call stutting with a blunt and a brand-new pair of sneakers. So it's like, oh, my gosh. So you fell for the banana in the tailpipe then. Um, and then, of course, they're going to run into the group chat, fussing, cussing, carrying on. You know, I, I, I thought he wanted it for his kids. And, you know, so the mentality there, like to go and take the money and just, just, throw, it, uh, just throw it out there that, oh, I didn't really need the money for my children. It was, it was I just wanted the money. And this is what I did with it. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. Well, you know, like like I was saying, people put themselves their own in their own predicament about you know jumping on, jumping in a car, knowing that you ain't you don't have no money, and then you think someone else is supposed to look out for you. Then you got people back to back to DJing again. Think you think think you have people that. DJ is going to help them put money in their pocket, but then again, they're 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 calling their DJ friends and borrowing money for them from them grown ass men. My thing is this: Wow, that part. I'm not taking care of a grown another grown ass man, and I know he can get up and go get a job. Mm-hmm. Trust and believe that. If you if you that fucking lazy and you don't want to work, guess what? You ain't getting a dime from me. Because if I can get up, when, before I had my stroke, I was working two jobs, two full time jobs. When I got done being a chef at one restaurant, I was going doing a, a swing shift, uh, gra- graveyard shift as a manager at a fast food fast food joint. And I was doing that one job six days a week, the other job five days a week. And then plus doing radio. So, you know, until I got hit with the until I got hit with the with the with the uh stroke, but I'm uh, you know what I mean? I, it's it's called determination. Yeah. Especially if you got especially if you got kids, whether you got whether your kids are older or not old or not. You got grandkids. So you as a as a grandparent, you gotta look out for the grandkids. Yep. <laughs> but when you have a grown ass man or a grown ass woman in your DM asking for money, man, get look at man, go get yourself a job. There's plenty of them. People are hiring. Regardless of the pandemic, people are hiring. I know they hiring like crazy here in Charlotte. They sure are. You see, yeah, they do work. <laughs> like crazy. So, so stop the clownery. Stop the clownery stuff. 
get up off your lazy behind. Stop going in people's DMs. Stop thinking that you're cool with somebody and trying to get twenty dollars, knowing you're gonna go smoke it up. <laughs> talking about you need some bread. Yeah, talking about you need some bread, milk. Yeah, I bet you do need some bread, milk. You need that that fitty rock to get you high. <laughs> Crazy motherfucker. What's it called? A fitty rock. Fitty rock will get high. Mm-hmm. Did he rock for $10? Clownery. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, clownery. Yeah. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just, just, just something. It's just, you know, I like I was telling Candace, I had to ask a couple of people at work, and they were like, well, you know, of course the guys, no disrespect to you fellas, but, you know, they're like, yeah, well, you know, hey, we give women money, and I'm just like, yeah, but you're you're missing it. It's like, so you're comfortable. You just feel comfortable with that, and we're not talking 10 and $20. We're talking, like, 250 Like, people are just, like, comfortable, you know, and so, you know, and again, no people that you don't deal with every day. Mm, you get some tail up $250. <laughs> Mm-mm. Ain't no pickaboo. Ain't no pickaboo. You get just give it something up for two hundred fifty dollars if it's coming from my head. Believe that. <laughs> you would, Tony. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> you would. This is our dysfunctional family, y'all. But we love. Ain't taking my two hundred fifty dollars and go spend it on another brother. Oh hell no! You gonna give me something out of that? You'll get me a bumping, a bumping a grind. Damn right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it. You know, like like Candace said, we are. We're in a different financial strain. You know, um, but ooh, like that's a trip. And especially when you know a person's situation. You know, um, how do you even go there? Like, really? So, anyway. But that's 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 mentality today. You got people that are bold, think it's okay, thinking they can do it, thinking they can get away with it. But like, I just want to go back to if I, if I'm in a relationship and we're trying to build together, and I need, I think I should be able to go to her and ask it, you know, her that, and I think she be, should be able to come to me and ask me that without any issues. Right. <laughs> plus, plus, when you're married, it doesn't really. Excuse me, I'm sorry. It doesn't really, it shouldn't be, shouldn't be a matter. No, nigga, that's my money. No, it shouldn't be like that. Right, right. That's right. our money. Yeah. yeah. Um, that money growing up, you know, everything was, it was what, the all eggs in one basket. So, <clears throat> you know, and my dad would tell my mom, you know, you, if you get a job, you just use it, use it for the kids. I don't want you doing anything, you know, you don't need it for business. I take care of that. So, um, you know, but she wanted a little part-time job at Woolworths <laughs> just to get out of the house, get away from us for a little bit. <laughs> so, oh, you know. Woolworths. Bam. Woolworths, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's before your time, Sean. You don't know anything about that. That's before your time. But um, yeah. Hold on, we got somebody. When we were allowed to sit at the counter. (laughs) Welcome, welcome to the Hilltop Radio Show. This is DJ Sean in the morning. What's your name and where are you calling from? All women should pay all the bills. (laughs) What's your name? What's your name and where are you calling from? 
DJ Sean, what's up, baby boy? This is Mr. Shanae. Good morning, good people. Good morning, good what's morning. What's up, man? <laughs> you a trip. <laughs> no, you did I'm not a, say all women together. I'm over there. I'm trying to work. Y'all are funny to me. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, so Mr. Um, Mr. Shanae. Mr. Shanae, so since, since all women should pay the bills, I'm going to drop off Othello, and you feed him, and then I'm going to pay my bills over here. How about that? Nah, let, let, let's retract that statement. Let's just start over. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's on he's on six large rats now, and the rats are $10 a piece. So I'm going to go nah, ahead and drop them off, and then I'm going to pay all my bills. How about that? Nah, I just... I just, I just I just bought a house. You can keep that. I'm good. That I'm good. part. But, but, um, but, that but, part right there. Listen, you need help right now. Yeah, but listen, but, but real talk, though, Um, what y'all was saying was making a lot of sense. Um, I've actually, I was always raised on, you know, the, the, the chivalry stuff where, you know, you take a woman out to a restaurant, you pay, you pay this, you pay that. The man ultimately should take care of everything. My father was that way. But like I say, it's the new generation. You know, some women feel that, hey, they can do everything a man can do, even in that aspect. So the proposals I've seen women do that. I actually was in a relationship where the young lady bought her own ring and gave it to me and told me whenever you're ready to propose, Here's the ring, because she wore a certain ring, so she bought it herself. I'm like, well, I could have been a crook and just took the darn thing. But um, but when you when you help out somebody, you want to be able to do it with a smile. So if somebody comes to me and asks me, you know, they're in a situation, and if you feel in your spirit that that person needs help, then you go ahead and do it. I should be able to do that without being like, ah, oh, he's full of shit or she's full of shit. But if you got somebody who only comes to you when they want something, you don't hear from them, hey, how you doing? Every now and then they just come to your DM asking you for some money, then that's a sign right there that they just know that you're a cash cow. And they're going to come to you for whatever. But like DJ Sean said, you can get a job just like me. You know, you got a car, get a car, drive Uber, drive Lyft, do something. You know, if you're not able to get a job, but you're asking for money, then... For one, you're not even a man because that's what a man's supposed to do. A man's supposed to work. You work before you eat. You know, mm-hmm. you don't push your foot around and expect a handout and then, like you said, go on Facebook and stun on Facebook like you're balling, knowing you broke it in the Ten Commandments. You know, so I'll right. tell you on that. I'll tell you. Facts, facts, facts on facts. Yeah, I don't know. We're in a whole new era, though, Mr. Chenier. The brothers want, they, you know, they want to be taken care of. Well, now, something. well now, now you got a new, now you got, now you own your own, your own house now, uh, Mr. Chenier. How, uh, the women are at, are eating at your front door, ain't you like termites? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, They're cracking like pigs, no, no, no. trying, trying to get this smoke. <laughs> They like that. I'm like, I'm like, if y'all come over, you gotta cook. If you wanna come over, you gotta cook. Bless you with a meal. Bless you with a meal. Do like I do. Do like I do. Damn right. Give him a chore to do. If you wanna come over, yeah. You come over. There's a big ass bathroom. Do you know how to work a bathroom? 
Get that oh, fucking vacuum. Get that vacuum cleaner out and vacuum that goddamn floor. Yeah, you go. might need to go get a vacuum no, bag. Sir. No, sir. Absolutely. Well, you not. Can't just, no, sir. No, sir. I will be, I will be in North Carolina soon, so I want both addresses. I'm not. Hey, I got a basket of clothes in the garage. I got a basket of clothes. You got, you got to wash the potty to bring where you go. Hell yeah. <laughs> a basket of clothes. <laughs> you better sure. have that washer and dryer hooked up. You expect them to be and, Molly maids up in there. And make, in here. And, and, make sure you crease, and make sure you crease my boxers a certain way. There you go. Wow. <laughs> crease the boxers. I, oh my like, gosh! I want them motherfuckers iron. I want them boxes iron. Light starts. There you go. Not like that. Right. Oh yeah. When you separate you my clothes, it should be. When you separate my clothes, it should be four pals. Uh, uh, no, we've been mixing all the colors together so your wife might be pink. Hey, hey, you're already. 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 You're You're already. You're already. You're already. You're already. You're Hey, look, sometimes it's a little bit of sabotagery. That way you don't ask me to do it again. How about that? Still saying. Still saying. Still saying. Nah, we're going to give you a different task to do. We're going to wash some clothes. (laughs) What'd you say, Mr. Sinier? That's that foolery right there. No. That's that it's called clownery, son. The, the topic today is clownery. Okay? That's that clownery. Hey, Mr. Janir, let me ask you a question, man. Let me ask you a question, man. We had this in the first part of the show, right? How, how do you feel as an artist, you know, paving the way for yourself and setting yourself up uh, to be, you know, to be a talented artist and you put somebody on a feature just because you know them and their cre- their industry credibility isn't all that good. Do you think that's going to hurt you as an artist or are you just doing it because you know that person? Well, I actually was in a situation like that in the beginning. Um, it can go both. It can go either way for me. Um, I always want to look out when I can or, or be a part of something. But, but if that person is not that's like me and R. Kelly, okay? I would love to work with R. Kelly. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. But with mm-hmm. his situation, you know, would it be beneficial for my career? You know, because fans are very fickle. You know, it's like, oh, he did this and you rocked with him, so now you did you do it too? You know, and that can definitely hurt your fan base. So um, on a on real note, I probably will walk away for right now until maybe it dies down a little bit, but of course it won't. But um, it, it, it can go either or. It just depends on the situation and how bad it is. So what if so what if this person is just someone that that don't have no industry credibility, just someone that wants to be down but not really that talented to sell anything, or just because it's 
a lot of people, you know, know this person from the streets? Um, I, I, um, I probably wouldn't, you know, I probably wouldn't until, until he proves himself the same way I proved myself, you know, it's like until you get yourself up there, you know, cause I mean, that's like, I, I worked my tail off and now here you come to put you on because I may do some work with you just to get you, get your feet wet, but to be tough to do something major, I probably won't. That's Very because good. of the fact that, that's the fact because he got, you got, you got to put the work in just like I did. You know, so, I, I'll put you in the same. I'm sorry. Well, here, here's another question. How do you feel about giving your music to DJs that don't have no street cred- credibility, that always wanted to do live, always live, 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 but not really helping you with your career, helping you with your music, but just by going live and not, you know, not signing up to no DRT, no, no BSD, mm-hmm. And your music is registered. How do you feel about that as an artist? Okay, well, well you know, um, any type of publicity is, is to me, is good, whether whether the person is, is on top of the game or not, because you don't know who's listening. It can be that one person who listens, that knows somebody, that knows somebody, that knows somebody, and reaches out to get that song where it needs to go. Um, as long as the artist has his stuff or her stuff registered accordingly, you know, I put, I, hey, you don't, you're not registered, but you got a lie, which means that person may have a following. He may have a, uh, let's say he got over 5,000 listeners on his live. He may not know the proper um, procedures to get registered, but he has a following. So like I said, it can take one person can hear your music and be like, yo, that's hot. Who is that? Well, I, I know Jay-Z's um, baby mama cousin. Let me see if I can get it over to him. Next thing you know, you're getting a phone call from Jay-Z. You know, I, that, that song was hot. Who's that artist? So I look at it as an opportunity for me to, to spread my music, you know, whether the person is on the up and up as far as his paperwork or his, or his, his um, registration with DRT or all that good stuff. I look at it as still an opportunity to get my song heard. But I wouldn't, that's all, that's all I would look at it as is, is, is expanding my music to the masses or, 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 uh, or his listeners. I wouldn't look at it anything more than that. Okay. I, I, that's, a, that's a good point you made. I like, uh, you know what I mean? I'm, I can't say anything against that. Okay. So, so being heard through this person, but okay. So you say 5,000 people all... So how many of those 5,000 people that follow him, how many do you think will actually go and, and purchase your music? Uh, well, that, I guess you would say it depends on the listeners because, you know, young listeners, they don't buy shit. So, um, there you go. If, 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 Even the older motherfuckers don't buy shit neither. Yo, could we Google it or YouTube it? Download it for free. But um but yes, I mean it, it, it's it's a it's a, a cash twenty two. You don't wanna deal with him because he ain't registered, but then you don't know what who could have heard the song if you did let him play it. Now me personally the Facebook Live is a, a cheap way of doing things because you just go out and play music. But um at the end of the day, you know, um I look at how many listeners he has. You know, if you only got 20 listeners, I've been wasting my time. And then on top of that, don't try to charge me to play to play my shit. No, 
you on Facebook Live, nigga. But um, but then again, if you got five thousand, six thousand <laughs> listeners, hey, you never know who may be listening. And maybe, like I said, that one dude, he feel like playing some on on Facebook, just white on the toilet or something, and like it. Next thing you know, he calling me. You never know. Okay. I'll, I'll accept that. I'll accept that, but it's still fucking clownery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, but, but, but I, I mean, sometimes, I always say this, sometimes you got to deal with the bullshit to get where you need to go. You know, That's sometimes it, 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 it's bullshit, but within that, within that shit, when it, while you playing in that shit, you're going to find that damn key to open that door to go somewhere. So, well, I want to say this, man, you know, uh, you know, uh, Wednesday night, we have the honor of bringing you back on the Hilltop Radio Show. We're going to be dropping uh, your latest single, Superman. I, I, I want to thank you for, you know, for, you know, for making a song about me, you know, Superman. I appreciate oh, that, man. Oh my and, God! Uh, hey, son, you know, you were on the brain. I said, you know what, my man Sean gonna like this. I was like, <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. I need to call my boy Sean. Who's Sean? Don't worry about it. Just press the call button. Let me go to work. <laughs> and uh, and I'm and I'm gonna, you know, after after Wednesday night, I'm gonna make sure that every radio station around the world gets that fucking song because of me. You know, what I'm saying? So, so this is this is DJ Sean in the morning, y'all. We got Mr. Shanier. Uh, Grand Ambassador, Ambassador of uh, uh, R&B, R&B, R&B Ambassador out of Raleigh, North Carolina. So you guys got to tune back in uh, Wednesday night to hear the rest of the song. I'm gonna Wednesday hit it night. with a snippet. We're gonna hit it, hit everybody with a snippet right now. Here on DJ Sean in the morning, we'll be right back with Mr. Shanier and this is Superman. Put your heart, 
you know, your that blood, right sweat, and there. tears in your music, man. But uh, that one right there, man, you know, I've been only knowing you for about a year now, a little over a year. But I, I think that right there, man, that's your that's your that's your <laughs> ticket. That's your ticket to yeah. uh getting out of out of they say out of the nest, man. Right there. That's it right there. Yeah, man. Yeah. So you yeah, already that's... know I'm biased, uh, Mr. Shanier. You already know I'm biased. So, you know, I heard the song <laughs> months ago. So boom boom. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Get ready, yeah. my brother. You about to soar. That, that hey, let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. That's right. Let's get it. Let's go. Yep. So, so thanks Shanira, for coming uh, on to the show today. <clears throat> go ahead. I know you. you know, I know you're. Uh, you know, you're coming back on on uh, Wednesday night, man. Um, uh-huh. What, what other heights do you see yourself? Uh, you know, doing in this career, man. You know, you know, we got the pandemic messing things up, and hopefully, we can get a lot of stuff. Um, you know, off the ground and stuff, you know, just shows and stuff that we got coming up, especially the big show um, that we have uh, scheduled in December over in Gat- Gatlinburg, Tennessee, at the ski resort with uh, with uh, Sons of Funk and uh, Al Davis, and we have um, yourself, and who else I got on that damn card? I can't remember, and I don't even have it in front of me. But uh, mm-hmm. how do you feel about the you know the pandemic coming back, man? Trying to, you know, people are really you know up in the air about <laughs> shutting stuff down and going back to, uh, you know, a little bit of people here and a little bit of people there. How do you, how do you feel as an artist, man? You know, that's finally able to get up, you know, from it and get going. And now, you know, get maybe getting ready to get grounded again. How do you feel about that? It's very frustrating, you know, but at the same time, um, safety first. You know, um, with social media, there's other other ways we can do things, um, like virtual shows, if possible, if necessary. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it it, it can be a little little get get upset because, you know, you made a rock and roll and all of a sudden they're going to start shutting down stuff or limiting or whatever. But as an artist... It's like I always say, you go down one avenue. If if it's a detour, go to another, go another way, but still continue moving forward to get to your destination. So if we can't have a big show, then like I said, we can set it up to where we can do a virtual show or something, something to still give the give the people. Cause I think that's why how the verse, one of the reasons why the verses were created. Um, so um, the artist still has a platform to actually um, give back to. The people. If we can't be in front of your faces, we're gonna be on your computer if possible. So, yeah, I mean, I don't like it, but like I said, safety first, if anything. Yeah, yeah. we uh we did have a conversation, well, a conference call last night with a, a company out of Georgia that we're gonna be testing that virtual, the virtual events and concerts through through Hilltop through Hilltop Radio Show. So. Yeah, I understand what you're talking about. Well, man, I'm not going to ask you any more questions because we got to save this shit for, for uh, you know, Wednesday, Wednesday night, man. Wednesday. Wednesday night when you come yeah. back on, you know, with uh, Superman and, you know, no Lois Lane in this one, goddammit. We don't want no Lois Lane in this one. It's all about no Superman. Yeah, no Lois no Lane, no, su- no Wonder Woman, no Catwoman, no Batgirl, no not Batgirl. even. 
None of you.
Okay, this is a different. <laughs> this is totally different. Okay, this is totally no, no, no. I, I don't, I don't, I don't do, I don't do my peeps like that. He isn't, he isn't ghetto. So no, but um, <laughs> but anyway, seriously though, we just, <laughs> we're looking forward to Wednesday. Um, I'm gonna break my neck getting off on time so I could be on at nine sharp. So um, you know, but anyway. We are happy to have you um, on the show. DJ will have his um, 10 seconds of fame thinking that, oh, no, how long is the song? Uh, three minutes, something, something. So, yeah, so that'll be Sean's time to be Superman, okay? And then we will snap to reality and make it about Mr. Shanir and his journey. Okay, DJ Sean, we agree? So you say? Sean, she's talking to you like a patient, Sean. He's talking to you like a patient. Oh, oh yeah. Sean, you're, yeah. You're yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. We're gonna do on Wednesday. We're gonna let you play the song, okay? Yeah, he's talking to you slowly. Making sure you heard every vowel, every consonant. Make sure you heard everything. Don't listen to him, people. That's how he, that's how nurses call to crazy folks. Think about it. Miss Johnson, Whatever. Come on we don't in, use Johnson. the word crazy. I'm just letting you know, Sean. Listen to the tone, Sean. Listen to the tone. <laughs> uh, hey, Whatever, somebody, somebody know. You should know, right, Mr. Shanir? You Whatever, Shanir. What? You've been around her. You've been around her. You've been around her. You've been around her, yes. She's diagnosing Whatever. When she starts talking slow, she is diagnosing you, okay? So you know we're gonna I'm gonna bring up the question you know how was it really working with PJ behind the scenes and everything? You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm 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 Whatever. I do not. I do not bring my nursing into the industry at all. Uh, so don't say stuff mm-hmm. like that. However, mm-hmm. however, mm-hmm. we uh, are going to. Let hey, Sean, <laughs> the way she's talking right now, she thinks you're on the clock. Yeah. Uh, she's she's on the clock. Damn clownery. She's talking that damn clownery. She's talking that damn clownery. That damn clownery. Hang out, Mr. Shadir. Don't get them hyped up in here. Oh, that damn clownery. That damn clownery. Whatever, whatever. Because we have a, um, Mr. Mr. Shadir and I have a, um, we still have the movie that we're doing in March. And it's going to be like a psychological kind of thriller. So, but no, we're not bringing. She had to put that (laughs) that psychology in it, right? You know, in terms of (laughs) mental health and shit. Yeah. And that's some shit. She got to get. She gotta get it in there when she can, boy. I didn't, I didn't peep her out. No, no, I do not. Yeah. No, I do not. No, oh, I do yeah. not. This is true. Yeah. Like I said, it keeps us down. You gotta do it. Listen for the, just listen for the tone of the voice. Just listen for the tone. You know. Whatever. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh damn. She trying to tell me I'm crazy. Hey, don't do that. Don't do that, she didn't bit twenty pairs of bottom lips already within thirty minutes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Tearing that bottom lip up. 
<laughs> Damn right. Candice, where you at, Candice? You just sitting back and just taking it all in. I, I'm, I'm just listening. I'm just listening. But <laughs> nobody is shaking her head. Candice is shaking her head. Like, like I, uh-uh. Candice is, Candace is, Candace is taking notes. She's just taking notes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And all mm-hmm. of the areas. Uh, okay. Hold on, hold on, Pete. Go ahead, go ahead, Candice. Go ahead. Um, go ahead, Candace. And all. Seriousness for Mr. Shanair, I am excited about what's in store for you. I'm very excited, and I look forward to working with you to see what we can come up with for you. And my word is, of course, strategic. Everything Mm -hmm. is strategic. Clownery is shown, okay, but uh, everything is strategic. I, I, I am genuinely, genuinely excited about it. I think I talked to Sean maybe, I talked to Sean 20 times a day, but I think the conversation is about you maybe once or twice a day. I'm, I'm oh, really, please. really excited. And there's so many big things to come, like Sean has you on the tour and things. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to work with you, especially with this single. I mean, yeah, okay, Sean can think it's about him. That's fine. That that That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Haters, boy, I tell you, boy, God damn. We're going to let him have that. He's going to probably wear his yeah. Superman shirt and all of that, but okay. Yeah. I'm excited of, for this single. Matter of fact, I got Superman is, symbol tattooed Superman. on my shoulder. Thank you. You have just, mm-hmm. you have just boosted his, his ego, Shanir, and I'll ha- we'll have to yeah. live with this for a long But mm-hmm. I'm excited for you, Shanir. I'm excited to see... All of the years that you put in come to fruition, and um, thank you for entrusting myself with it, your vision. I, I thank you for that trust. So let's get ready to work. I'm looking forward to yeah, it. In my, in my words, let's suit up. Let's go to work. Yes, thank you. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, Look, uh, P, PJ said she sat back trying to analyze the, the mental I am stress. Not. Or mental health out of that not. one that you just said, Kevin. I am not. Nah, I am not. I am not. I, I, uh, I believe in everything. Everything, seriously, though. The whole vision, the whole, um, the, that that was the goal from the very beginning, right, Mr. Chenier? And so, mm-hmm. boom, here we are. And <clears throat> Mr. DJ Sean and Candace, everything, people bring different people into different people's lives for a reason and a season, and a, and the reason has come into fruition for you, and it came at the right season. So here we are. I mean, seriously, here you are um, about to do great things, and that was the goal and mission and dream and, and goal, just everything from the very, very beginning. Those are the things that we wanted for you from day one. So here you are. No, definitely, definitely, definitely. It's definitely a good film. So, so here you are. Yeah. And, and so, you yeah. know, it's awesome. And um, you have a huge, a wonderful, 100% great team behind you. So, um, <clears throat> you know, so there's nowhere to go but up. We said that from the very beginning. There's nowhere to go but up from here, even through the pandemic. So, you know, um, this is, um, I'm very, very proud of you. I'm so happy for you. Um, and, 
you know, I, I just wish, like, there's nothing but great things that have to come out of it. Your talent is too great for it not to come into fruition, for things great not to happen for you. There was no way that you were going to stay stuck in one spot for another however many years. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, so I'm very, very proud of you. If nobody else ever says it or believes in it, whatever, I am proud of you. It may not mean much, but I am. I am truly, truly proud of you. Um, and, And, you know, and all that hard work definitely paid off. So here you go. Yeah, Got you on here, bro. Now you can follow me on Instagram at I am Mr. Chenier, and that's spelled C H E N I E R. 
and also on Facebook at Shania Wilson, C-H-E-N-I-E-R, once again, last name, W-I-L-S-O-N. All right, PJ, let everybody know where they can follow you at on social media. Um, I can be found at uh, Peach Johnson on Facebook, P-E-E-G-J-O-H-N-S-O-N on Facebook. On IG, it's PJ Pamelee, P-J-P-A-M-A-L-E-E, and that's on IG. And, of course, every Monday morning from 9 to 11 on the baddest, hottest radio station in the globe, Hilltop Radio. All right, Candice, let everybody know where they can get a hold of you at. Um, the best way to contact me is through my email. It's Candice, C-A-N-D-I-C-E, uh, Adam725 at gmail.com. That's the best way to get me. All right, again, uh, I want to welcome everybody for tuning in to DJ Show in the morning. Make sure you tune in tonight. We got the talented uh, Southern soul, soul R&B artist, uh, Theo Sh- Puff will be in the house. I call him Mr. Excitement. He'll be on with us tonight right here on the Hilltop Radio Show. So you guys have a good rest of the day. Make sure you tune in tonight, 9 p.m. right here on the Hilltop Radio Show. You guys be blessed. Stay warm. And we out. We're getting ready to go out there with Jay Messiah. Good girl. Peace. Put you on burner Wish your bitch would tell me turn, turn. She a good girl Put a face on